Good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jim Wilson in Detroit, Michigan, and... This is Eric Smith from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And, boy, do we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, we just don't know how much we're going to talk about, but we got a lot to talk about, about uh, just what you hear and what you see is not necessarily what you need to believe. Uh, so, let's just jump right into it, man. Uh Interesting stuff happened today, uh, and didn't happen, let's say. You know, well, I found yeah. myself, Eric, I, I, I found myself doing the same mistake that I think a, a lot of the left, or even just average person, they're watching too much CNN, then they watch, they flip over to uh, maybe uh, MSNBC, you know, they're flipping around Channel 7, Channel 6, whatever, and they're getting all these different ideas and thoughts pressed into their head, thoroughly convinced that... Um, a new great opportunity in America has aroused this the new uh, administration of peace and harmony, as long as you believe exactly the way they do and their form of peace and harmony. And, uh, you know, I've done so much of the same thing because here I get all these different alternate news sources and I'm looking at the headlines. I don't even have time to read all the articles, but I look at the headlines and kind of get a general gist of everything. Oh, boy, the aircraft carriers are off the coast. This is happening. That's happening. Oh, great, man. It looks like it's finally coming down today. And this has been something we've been following like a dog chasing his tail for, I don't know, ever since really the pandemic. But, uh, you know, just one thing after another, just you know, going around in circles, having a hopeful expectation that finally it's going to crack down, and it doesn't. So, what do you think? What do you say? Well, you know, I, I know for everybody, you know, they're looking at today, they were thinking, you know, you know, they're not going to allow uh, Biden to get inaugurated. They're, they're going to make the arrest, you know, uh, prior to him even doing that. But uh, it didn't happen. There were a lot of disappointed people today. Uh, a lot of people that, you know, I don't know, for for you, Jim, or even the audience, you know, I, I had a lot of people come out of the woodwork, you know, trashing trashing me, you know, saying, uh, you know, you're you're a false this, you're you you're not telling the truth, this is a lie. Uh, see, Biden won, Trump's not going to win. But you know, I've uh, I've stood my ground with this, and I hope you are too, Jim. It's it's been hard, you know. Um, but you know, they. Uh, 
I'm sorry. What was I going to say? Um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Hey, you're too young to have uh, that happen to you. I mean, I'm old enough yeah, where I, know, I can sorry. get away with it. You know? So basically, I'm talking about <laughs> everybody has a lot of fear and anxiety that, sure. um, you know, Biden's in, it's over, Trump hasn't won. None of this with QAnon is true. It's a lie. Uh, we, 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 we've been had, uh, and we haven't. Uh, we have to trust the plan. Um, there's a lot of things going on right now. Uh, X-22, which a lot of people are familiar with. The X-22 report, right. that is a gentleman that deciphers QAnon, and actually I know he has assistance. He's getting external assistance from somewhere that is actually helping him decipher that, but um, he's basically said as of right tonight that the military actually is in control uh, and that there actually is 65,000 troops in Washington, D.C. now. Uh, that's been reported on multiple sources. Uh, not coming from the mainstream media, um, but it seems to give me an indication that they are actually building up a military presence for, you know, to basically uh, establish a, a mode of operation in a, in a command center of control there for when they do execute on, you know, making these arrests. So it's got to be coming soon. We don't know the exact time or day, uh, but it could be that Biden's going to be in there for just a little bit. Um, before they actually execute on it and, and deal with it, I think they. I don't. I don't know if they're just playing, playing their role. They know that they're arrested. I. I don't know. I mean, Q has always talked about this as this is like a movie. So, what type of movie is it like? I'm not really sure. Is it science fiction or you know, what? Yeah. Right. Right. So. Well. But that's what I currently. Go ahead. Well, you know, the thing is that even Q, Q and Q and on is. Con there's a lot of confusion there. And uh, even to get pure QAnon without interpretations and opinions and other ideas included, that's been the problem. A lot of people yeah. will take what QAnon announces, then they got to put their own spin or their own opinions. And opinions, yeah. my sergeant told me what opinions were, how important they were yeah. when I was in the Army. Just ask a bet. I'm not going to say over the uh, Internet, I mean over the broadcast here. But uh, so... You know, and unfortunately, some of these get a higher um, jockeying position on search engines than Pure Q does. You and I finally found um, one place where we could go that had nothing but Q, no comp, you know, no additives uh, or add-ons or comments or anything. Um, that's hard yep. to find, though. And so, you know, that in itself is difficult. The other thing is that Q is kind of an offshoot. It's, it's an international movement. Um, who are favorable to the concept or the idea of QAnon. And so it's, it's gone all over Europe, all over the world, pretty much. But it is, has nothing to do with QAnon. QAnon, and I knew this back in 2013, um, QAnon was headed by um, General Flynn and a bunch of other generals faithful to the constitutional America during the Obama administration, they saw and realized that they had to take their country back and they were going to take it militarily. They realized how many deaths, American deaths, it would involve if they did do a military incursion like that. And they decided, you know what, we got to find an individual that is in nobody's pocket, that is a faithful, true patriot American who uh, we can trust. And that's when they picked out Donald J. Trump to be that re legal representative. So there's a script going on here. And no matter how, you know, I, I find myself having to practice what I preached. And that is that 
I understand the plan of God according to Amos 3.7. God guarantees that he won't allow anything to happen until he lets his secret plans known to his prophets, or the servants, his prophets. Well, the servants, right there, you know, that shows that there's a consistency with not, not that just they're proclaiming themselves to be a prophet, but they are consistent in their life, in the fruit, and everything else about their life, that they say what they mean and mean what they say in their, their life and their walk and their uh, testimonies of others proves that they're legitimate, so they're a faithful servant. Because anybody can call themselves a prophet, but how many people have the historical trail to prove their consistency? So when you look at that, you see the three major ones that, that most of us are aware of, David Wilkerson, Kim Clement, and uh, um, Mark Taylor. Mark Taylor. Especially Mark Taylor's specific prophecies. Um, he yep. said that there would go, was going to come a time of accountability where the global elite are going to be revealed for who and what they are actually doing, and the rest of the world is going to be abhorred, not only at the treason against America, but against crimes against uh, all of humanity, uh, especially the Pizzagate stuff. You know, this isn't new stuff. This is stuff that's happened all the way up on, uh, on let's see, what was it, on Mount Hermon. Um, the elite have always passed their children through the fire, which in the Greek actually means they're consuming their flesh and their blood. Um, so it's, it's kind of a mockery, but it's an old thing, offering their sons to Molech or Balaam and, and these kind of characters. They're still doing the same thing. The elite have always had this agenda. They've always had this practice. So this year is their year of accountability. It's all going to catch up to them. Whatever you've sown, that's what you're going to reap, and you're gonna, justice is going to be measured out. So I have faith in the Word of God, where I found many scriptures where this stuff is scriptural. I found um, Amos 3.7, who clearly lays out the, the procedure that God is going to honor and, and work through. And once you understand that, <clears throat> we can have peace that, okay, we're studying an elaborate plan by Satan using people, and it seems so overwhelming how intricate and interwoven this has gone through the centuries. But we got to all remember, we're studying the effects of losers. They don't win. They lost. They just don't know it yet. And the thing is that we have won, but many of us don't really realize that we have won, that God's living outside of time. He sees the beginning from the end. He's got a plan. His plan, and I love this, trumps got Satan's plan, literally. So when you see that many prophetic people have said that, God, that Trump is part of his plan, then I think these people, the prophets, say what they mean and mean what they say. And so can we trust that? Is Trump part of it? Now, he did something today um, that blew my mind. For a minute there, I'm going, what the heck? He let Kwame Kilpatrick free. Now, anybody who lives in Detroit, Michigan area, knows that you let a piece of scum out of the jail. What are you thinking? You know what, though, guys? Well, here's something that you won't hear on the regular news. The Flint water problem that he had, now that was a result of nepotism. All of the experts that were taken from Detroit to go over to Flint to be the experts to analyze what their water uh, contamination problem was were the friends and relatives of Kwame Kilpatrick. They were no more qualified than, than uh, anybody would be. They weren't experts on anything. They kind of just schlepped their way right through. And because of that, the mismanagement and everything, um, the other guy got blamed for it, um, whatever his name was. Uh, I, I never was too crazy about him anyway. He was a, he was a corporate fascist. Uh, our last governor we had before Whitmer. Um, 
he ended up getting the blame for it. Well, he was just the fall guy. The real harm was this nepotism. But it goes far bigger than that. And I got to wondering, this guy is such a sociopathic um, criminal. I wonder if he was let free so that he could be going along with others to a military tribunal. There's probably a bigger picture here. Anybody that knows um, Kwame Kilpatrick and some of the things that he was involved in, this guy was one smart, crooked, crazy person. He had a lot of connections that went bigger than Detroit. Maybe they went so big it went international. Maybe he's part of this international cabal. Um, and if so, it would almost make sense that he would be set free from jail so he could go to the real jail at a military tribunal. Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. I, and I'm not trying to justify what he did. I thought it's pretty weird, but he did leave. He did get a lot of others off the hook that were not family and friends. He could have got his own family off using uh, presidential privileges, but he got off a lot of people, some that were former friends that were put in jail, but others that were enemies. So you got to make you wonder why would he not. If he was doing everything self-centered, motivated, why would he not get his own family off the hook first? And that, and himself, he could have even gotten himself off the hook. He didn't. Well, they're not even guilty. Why? Why? <laughs> well, that's another thing too. Too. If you, if you pardon yourself, is that not an admission of guilt of something that you committed? Sure. You know, for tr Trump and his family. You know, um, you know, I, cause I know the media was talking about that a lot well he's going to pardon himself and his family well oh, wait a second why does he have to do that he hasn't done anything wrong he's committed no crime exactly so he has you know no I mean? reason to exonerate himself especially if he can prove yeah. or has the proof on everyone else yeah. and so. of course like i tell everybody if if you wonder what kind of technology he might have at his access he's got not only god's anointing and calling but he also has t objects of technology that's kept him one step ahead. Um, just do your own well, research. Just check out uh, Dr. John Trump and find out who he is yeah. and what he has involved been involved with. D-Way yeah. quantum computing. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> which Google has, which uh, CERN has, which, um, and it yep. was Google happened for, and NASA has. It's, uh, for anybody that aren't familiar with a D-Wave computer, this thing runs, it has to run in a temperature of minus 30 degrees because it runs at relativistic speeds. In other words, it runs trans-dimensional. It runs through space-time. It's the newest toy that we got, um, I'm saying, from not from alien technology, but from fallen angels. This is in the Bible. It's no big secret. I've been, you know, <laughs> it's funny. A lot of people have... Uh, declared that some of this stuff is all brand new stuff no i've been saying this for 30 years i've been i got a book written 25 years ago i've been warning this stuff people were too busy laughing at me thinking i was an idiot and not listening that no this is old stuff it's been out here for a while we've been trying to warn you nobody was willing to listen now that it becomes so blatantly obvious you need a different kind of an answer than conventional answers now you're starting to consider it but you think it's all brand new I remember one, one time when telling somebody about uh, uh, the whole UFO alien being part of a uh, end-time deception. And the guy, we were, we were driving, was delivering mail out in the desert, and so he was my captive audience. He was, I was breaking in a new guy, so I was telling him different things that what my ministry was about in the little museum I had in Roswell. So um, I'm telling him these stuff, and he says, well, you know, whenever a prophet does tell me something like that, I guess I'll listen. And I'm going... Well, what do you think I am? 
What am I, got to wear a robe and sandals and, you know, some Gandalf uh, staff with lightning come out of it to prove that I'm a prophet? I mean, um, just a regular, everyday, normal guy, but that's who God picks. Just read the Bible and find out. It's normal people that do extraordinarily abnormal things. It's always been that way. So, you know, this is, this is some of the problems that we're facing. This isn't new stuff. This has been stuff that's been warned decades ago. And now it's just catching up to the f point that these are obviously things that we should have paid attention to years ago, and we'd be more ahead of the program. So one thing I've learned is that if man can figure out uh, by charts, by uh, everything that, you know, they think that something is going to happen, it's probably not going to happen then, especially, you know, like the rapture, when that's going to happen, you know, and all of a sudden people got on September 23rd, several years, 2015, and another time, I think in 2017, everybody's got their cameras out waiting to get selfies of Jesus coming back on the second coming. I kind of think he's probably not going to come back then, no matter how good your calculations were. I got caught up in that thing too. It's uh, September 25th, um, you know, with the darkest nights and, and, and the festival of lights it seemed to make sense intellectually but too many people are looking too many people can count one plus one equals two you, we're not going to know the day and the hour that's clearly what the lord says so even this what i call the the alien rapture uh which is something that everybody the elites are expecting this is a promise and believe it or not it's right out of job 39th chapter i can show you right in the scriptures going back to the hebrew where uh where rhetorically God is saying, uh, proclaiming all kinds of different things, and one of the things he's saying is, will you yield yourself to him because he promises to take your seed uh, from the threshing floor, in other words, the uh, floor of judgment, and take you away to safety. Now, if that isn't an alien rapture, I don't know what is. And it talks about plowing up the depths of hell, in other words, the resurrection. When you look at Joel's army, this is a gathering of people that have never been before and will never be again. And then there's a transition that talks about, you know, if my people. Well, we're not talking Joel's army is not God's people. We're talking about a satanic army of darkness. Uh, when it first, when the first chapter, when it opens up in Joel's second chapter, it's talking about a day of uh, drooping clouds, dark. You know, it sounds like a weather forecast. You go back to the original Hebrew, it says this is a day of practice magic, the lowering of high things. What's the lowering of high things? It's technology, science, things that, uh, that we are forbidden in our fallen state to know because we mess up our own time pretty good, let alone starting to hop around traveling time, space, and dimension. But they're saying in that text that this is this knowledge forbidden, given to man, and now all of a sudden we have these godlike qualities that we think we can usurp and overpower God, which is what the little G God of this world is all about. So, we're in these times. It's strange times. It's normal times, not normal times. Um, we're being confronted with new ways of doing things, thinking things, the things that the elite have had suppressed from us um, for a long time. And now, because we're in the last of the last days, we're going to have to deal with these things. We're going to have to be prepared for it, and even the majority of mankind, majority of Christians, even to realize that these things, some of these things are really real. Um, I'm surprised that so many Christians seem to think, well, uh, a UFO, well, those are just uh, apparitions, you know, not, they're not real. Well, I guarantee you some of these things are very real, and it'd be like standing out in the middle of a street saying that that car coming at you is just an apparition, but if you don't get out of the way, you're going to get squished. 
And so some of these, there's both. You know, there's the orbs, there's there's things that are uh, appear to be apparitions that, you know, in the name of Jesus, you can chase them away. But there's other things, I guarantee you, you can sit there and say in the name of Jesus all you want, and that thing's going to squish you if you don't move. So, you know, there's technologies, there's things that Christians in these days need to be aware of because we're soon going to be faced with things that we never have been faced with before. What was um, um, this new COVID bill? Maybe you can tell us what... What did they add on that? I mean, that has to make you really go, hmm, because you and I have been dealing with the UFO alien thing for a long time. What? Well, there's declassification going on, and one of the declassifications is on uh, UFOs and the military's interaction with them um, that they're starting to release now through that COVID relief bill. So, Wouldn't that make you scratch your head and go, what? Why would have something like that be attached to a COVID relief bill? Well, think about it. This is the time to probably release it because everybody's losing their marbles over COVID. It's, it's the so they're not really taking, yeah, they're not really taking that too serious then, are they? Or at least it's, okay, it's interesting, but it's not the foremost thing in my mind. I don't want to get COVID and die. That's more important right now. Well, speaking of COVID in general, and this is just something I, you know, I don't know for a fact, but it's something to take into consideration is, you know, they talk about, you know, this vaccine for COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Like even locally here, you know, um, hospital systems and even like our local radio stations, it, they they speak about it like, well, we, we have vaccines and you'll be getting uh, a, a text or an email when it's your turn. You know, it's just like, well, wait a second. Yeah. Don't I ha don't I have a choice in this matter? You know, yeah. it's like it's not even it's not even an option. It's not mandatory right now because um, because of the speed of the process of the vaccine being developed in nine months. Uh, it actually has not technically passed FDA uh, approval, uh, so they can't ma make it mandate at the moment. Not to say that Joe Biden couldn't uh, try to uh, executive order that, because I know one of the things he wants to try to do is, you know, first 100 days, uh, you know, 100 million vaccines, you know, delivered, right. you know, to people in arms. So, well, but, so anyways, <clears throat> uh, with COVID, what I wanted to say is, what is the possibility of people getting this inoculation? And then they get COVID, or they, they, they get something else. Well, a um, lot of people have been dying suddenly because well, of the vaccine. Well, like, like a chemical, uh, like you, you need both pieces of the, of the puzzle to activate whatever is in this thing, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's, that seems to be the end goal, because one of the videos I saw, basically the, the actual codes of actual what these people will be uh, tried for. Um, one of the things is basically biological warfare, you know. I think that's what we're actually dealing with here, um, whether that's the combination of this COVID itself or the COVID and getting the, the vaccine and them uh, working in conjunction with each other. I don't know, but well, it's something that got me concerned. The whole transhumanism idea, is it biological or is it um, uh, chemical? There's two different laws yep. that govern whether it's chemical or whether it's biological. So there's you're kind of in a quandary right there as to which is which. And if they're both, well, then how do they how do I address the, it? 
you know, address that. I think it, it, it was developed in the United States, I think, through academia and whatever, but I think they, they found out that they were going to violate that law that you just talked about. Um, so they actually shipped that stuff to Wuhan uh, to actually, you know, finish their end product where the, you know, basically there ain't, there ain't any of those types of laws in, uh, you know, communist China so they can basically create it, right? Well, and the thing is it's highly adaptable so that it can adjust and be, you know, morphed into a lot of other things. So, yes. so you know, we've had, I know when uh, N1H1 first came out, I got N1H3. It was bad enough, but I didn't get the, the first one. Um, now they're saying there's a new strain here. Well, it doesn't surprise me. That's the way they originally set it up to be that way, um, especially with the Frankenstein stuff that Fauci and um, um, Gates has produced. They have nanobot technology in it. That rearranges your DNA structure. They're saying, oh, only for a short time. Oh, what's a short time? What are these? Are the nanobots going to break down? Um that's any of the technology I know, uh, you know, from what I've studied, the nanobots don't break down. Um, everything else will, but not the nanobots. So, you know, you're putting a time, potential time bomb that's restructuring your DNA. Uh, uh, that's nothing I want to have messed with me. So uh, the Pfizer and the um, uh, Mandura are both owned by um, George Soros. They were manufactured and made and promoted by Gates and Fauci. Fauci and Gates were college roommates in college and were eventually recruited by George Soros. You know, the Three Stooges, man. They're, they're, they're a history of, of having all of this. And a disease, Center for Disease Control, people think, and they're so slick. They got in their advertisement a little uh, seal, an American government seal. So most people, myself included, I always thought, well, this is a branch of the government. They're here to protect us, to keep us away from, you know, biological and chemical warfares. No, they got nothing to do with the government. They are manufacturers of biological chemical warfare. They sell to anyone and whoever has the highest degree of money and sometimes both sides of the fence. That's where they really make the money is when they can sell it to the both enemies and fight each other out. And they got an unlimited supply. Um, it, it so much of this is so corrupt. I have a friend. I've known her for five years. She was a um, a nurse at one of the epicenters at uh, Beaumont Hospital in Oak uh, in Royal Oak, and she was a combat veteran in um, uh, Afghanistan. So she was a senior staff member of the nurses uh, there at the COVID ward. Now she had access to. Uh, files and, and different things that even some of the doctors didn't have. And she was smart enough, and already an, an accomplished author, she was smart enough to photograph, to videograph, and make audio uh, records from her smartphone on, on files and everything to prove that although the COVID is real, it's faked as far as a pandemic. There is no pandemic. It's a doggone flu and virus. And when you get people with compromised immunity that's over 60, bad things are going to happen. Um, she wrote a book. It's out on Amazon. It's called uh, Surrounded by COVID, Covered by Grace. And uh, uh, Rita McDowell, she's a local here. Uh, you can get her book off of Facebook under her name, or you can uh, get it through uh, Amazon. And uh, she has, she knows she's risking her life on this book, but she has all the documented evidence and everything to show and prove that this is 
uh, the pandemic is faked out. Now, there's been a, a video, and it's been all over the place on all the social circuits, but it's also been on some more legitimate um, formats, and it's a picture of Gates presenting to the Central Intelligence Agency um, training operatives made in 1978 where he actually comes out and states that uh, they are going to use some form of a coronavirus to create a pandemic to bring down and eliminate Judeo-Christianity in America. This was on the video. It's, it's been proven, vetted out that it's not fake, it's phony, it's not phony, it's original from its true date. Um, this has been out for a year, nothing new, and now all of a sudden people say, well, you know, if, if there's evidence, where is it? It's out there. You're too busy laughing. You're not believing it, that it's real. You're too busy watching CNN and watching the fake news instead of seeing some of the alternate news sources that are telling you the real truth. So, I've seen the video with uh, Bill Gates where yeah. he states that. In fact, someone sent it to me in Facebook Messenger. Um, if I remember correctly, it, 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 it does something to a certain portion of the brain. Uh, that's... I, it's what enables your uh, spiritual connection to God through the brain that they, they are getting. Um, so it's like you lose your connection to God or something. You know, it's it's insane. Well, I think that's where we as Christians have to default to the idea of uh, Isaiah, where it says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And then read the other part of that Isaiah and says, and these are the. Th these are the inheritance of them that put their trust in the Lord. This is for everyone, all times, and all places. It's as if the Lord knew that in the last days we really needed to know this because we got a lot of technology that's coming against us that is man-made, and we can overrule that. We don't have to conform to that. We speak out our destinies. That's the most important thing. The Bible says that the, um, in Proverbs that the tongue is a, the pen that writes our life. Uh, it's a rudder, as it's described in the New Testament, that sets the course for our life. So if we want our course set and we want our lives written, we speak the Word of God out in opposition to all the garbage that we're being faced with. God's made a, a plan of provision for us. He's got his own plan. He overrules all other plans. Once we understand that plan, we can be like you and me. Things didn't turn out anywhere either one of us hoped on. But... I'm excited. You're excited. You were yes, telling me earlier. What, why are you excited, Eric? Tell, tell everybody why you're excited. Why I'm excited? Yeah. Well, number one, uh, you know, you know, I, I know God's plan. Amen. You know, and, you know, God's plan is to put Trump back in office, make America great again, and prepare the end-time harvest. Amen. So and That is his plan. And then, obviously, you know, at some point, we'll have the rapture, and there'll be a lot of people that have to go. But, you know, some of us will be called to stay, and we got to deal with, uh, you know, the end-time scenario dealing with UFOs and aliens, I've, also I've, called aliens. I've warned everybody, you know, that if this alien rapture that I've been waiting for, that I wrote about 24 years ago, when it does actually happen, you're going to have to scrape me off the floor because I'm going to pass out and probably, you know, be in shock. Because it finally happened, you know. I've been waiting for this for, gosh, so long, and uh, yeah. and it, you know, someday it is going to happen. When I don't know, I'm, you know, I can't know because if I could know that one in conjunction with the rapture, then I would know what the rapture is, and that's not going to happen. So I don't know. So what I'm excited about though is 
the biblicalness of it all and the patterns i mean when man fails and has tried every attempt on his own and fails that's when god does his greatest work because he'll pull through and so i'm excited i'm excited because you know everything has come short of my own personal expectation but then i don't know god's plan it's not my job my job is to right, live in the can... now today and do what's the right thing to do because it's the right thing to do not because i'm anticipating what it might have on the future not letting it hinder me because of what i might think happened in the past i just live one day at a time in the moment i obey my lord know that i'm in his plan know that i'm in his um will for my life that's all i can do i'm not gonna worry about the rest um, I don't know all the details, but I do know, I guarantee you, Trump is going to have four more years this time, not in 2024 re-election. He's going to have four more years right here, right now, maybe months away, not much more than that. Um, maybe I'm still hoping for days away, but uh, he's going to have four more years again. God has spoken. He's spoken through faithful prophets. Um, you, know, I, you know, I don't have as much trouble as you have, um, Eric. I found a place, um, Detroit House of Recovery. The entire staff knows me, knows my calling, knows my ministry, and they're good with it. They understand it, they accept it. And we had a meeting tonight, and there's nobody all worried and upset about what's going on or anything. It's like, God's in control, we're cool, we're good. I mean, they've been well taught, they've been well prepared here at this ministry. and. What I always wanted more than anything else was to find a home where I could fit into, where I'm not just going to be eventually booted out or, or ghosted out because uh, they don't know what to do with me. And I got real true friends and a real true family. And you couldn't ask for more than that. But you know what almost stands to reason if these prophetic people have also said that the last final great revival starts in Michigan, at the heart of Michigan, Detroit. We're the only city on the planet that hasn't, through peaceful protesting, burnt and looted and, and trashed everything. Um, we've been above it because God's moving by his spirit to be above everything, whether it be doctrine, whether it be uh, race, whether it be cultural, uh, economic differences, um, and theological differences. It seems to be the toughest one of all, but here we got Armenians and Calvinists that love each other, that understand, and live in human, uh, you know, in... in uh, total compatibility uh, because there is a way to see how things aren't conflicting with each other but how they actually fit together so I'm in a wonderful place man I just I'm just basking in in this kind of fellowship that I've never had before facing some of the things and some of the ideas that we deal with um, nobody's surprised nobody think it's weird there's still a lot of people a little antsy to come down to my place because I think they don't really want to know too much about the UFO alien stuff, because let's face it, it's been a freak show for the past 50 years, and some people are too afraid to be associated with it on that part. But, but I think when you start seeing, I mean, look what happened in Texas a couple of days ago. All of a sudden, massive sightings all over the place. Um, these crazy monoliths that appear and disappear. I, you know, I swear if I can catch one of them, I'm going to dump all my garbage in there and give it, give it to them when they take it. Wake, they can have it. I just, you know, here's my little surprise for you guys. Take my trash out, Satan. Um, yep. You know, it's all part of an enticement. I mean, we're in the last of the last days. 
my gosh, man, I look in Obadiah and it says that though you make a nest amongst the stars, yet my hand shall uh, reach out and bring you down. Nest amongst the stars, that means, you know, I looked it up in the Hebrew, it means to colonize other planets. Well, if we're in the last last days, where, how come we're not on other planets? Well, guess what? We are. I have a friend, he works, I, I'm not going to say too much about it, but... You know, I've been doing this for 25 years. There was a day and a time when I didn't know anybody anywhere. I have people who are Christians who love the Lord. We're salt and light. We've been scattered around everywhere. I got people in the Department of Defense. I got people in every element of our society now. I know stuff happens before it happened or stuff that is, says that hasn't happened or we don't have the technology, and we do. We've got this stuff, man. <laughs> man, when, when Werner von Braun and the paperclip scientists came over uh, at, right after World War II and dazzled it with a space program, they gave us the most primitive technology so that we could be enamored with that and practice that. Meanwhile, those escaped Nazis that went to the Antarctic were busy building a colony on, Mar on the moon, and then they went to Mars. That sounds bat crap crazy, right? How about you, audience? Well, I can't wait until we get a call in so they can call in and answer because, you know... Now, our old audience is used to you and I. We've, you know, talked this stuff before. But for some people, this is brand new stuff. This is just crazy Twilight Zone stuff. No, it's reality. It's reality that very yep. soon you're going to be confronted with. So are you going to play catch-up or are you going to start getting used to it? So at the risk of me being the nut that I've been for the last, I don't know, 46 years or depending on what you want to say. First Christian biker, they thought I was crazy doing that stuff. Now with the UFO alien stuff, even crazier. So that was only 25 years. Um, I don't mind looking silly for a little while because after when it starts coming down, they go, oh, wow. Well, they did that with my book. You know, 25 years ago, I was the craziest nut in the case. Now you can't turn TV on with talk, without them talking about the stuff that I was talking about 25 years ago. So it just makes me bolder. I just want to go ahead and say more and more. It's like seeds planted. And I do get myself off the hook. Because I don't tell anybody I want you to believe it. I just want you to put it in the back of your mind. If I'm right and these things happen in a totally different way than you ever expected, I might have a biblical background and, and uh, foundation for you to not get shook up and not go crazy. Um, and if I'm wrong, hey, I didn't tell you to, you know, buy my special tinfoil hats that the aliens can't read or any other crazy crap. I haven't asked anything from you just to listen. So, yeah, it gets me off the hook. I like to be off the hook. I kind of think that part where if you add or take away from the word, even though it's talking about revelations, I kind of think God is serious about his whole book. So I don't want to add or take away anything. But I do want to throw out some seeds of alternate thoughts that you might want to consider. So I'm excited. This is cool. Uh, you know, yep. God does his best work when man fails and has no other place to turn. That's the, the thing that I see right now. God has got some miraculous way of doing it. And I'm not going to tell you I know the mechanics of how. I just know that it's going to be done. And I think with that, I hope that uh, we can leave every Christian that's listening to this broadcast just live in the now. If you don't know God's plan, find it out. Look in Amos 3.7. Pray about that scripture and see what it says to you. Because God does have a plan. And his plan is going to win. Satan's plan is not going to win. So have trust in that and then just have the peace that passes all understanding. Right now, in a world that's gone nuts and is on the verge of civil war or whatever, um, we need to remain calm. We need to have God's peace. 
And if we're living in the moment right now and doing God's will and obeying whatever he's told you to do, start journaling your prayer life. Start journaling everything God tells you. Write it down so you can look back a few days later when you're wondering, oh my gosh, what's going on? Well, go back and check out what God has been telling you and you'll see a pattern and then you'll get it. That's why he calls us sheep. We're not the brightest uh, entities in the world. We will be someday when we're completed. Gosh, we're going to be joint heirs and co-rulers with Christ? I think that's pretty cool. That's a benefit yeah, that's pretty awesome. out of this world. Isn't it? So any any closing thoughts, man? I think we pretty much wrapped it up and we're going to end up in prayer. What do you think? Yeah, I think I, I don't really have anything to add at this point, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. All right. Well, everybody, I want to thank you. Uh, so many of you that might be disappointed or angry or fearful, please don't. God's in control. He's never not in control. He has a plan. And if you don't think you're not certain that there's some kind of cosmic arm wrestling going on between God and Satan, <laughs> look at the 19th chapter of Revelation. He comes back and just says two words, basically, and wipes out all of uh, Satan's attempts at the Battle of Armageddon. He says just two words and everything's wiped out. The best that Satan could do is wiped out with one statement. Uh, it says that a two-edged sword goes out of his mouth. It's not literally a sword, but that word is God's word. Uh, we saw, see all throughout history, uh, one time the Sanhedrin said uh, that to Jesus, they said, well, you're trying to say that before Abraham, you were? And he says, I am, and they fell down. When they went to arrest him, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, are you the one we're looking for? And he says, I am, and they all fell down. So what words is he going to say to Satan's end-time army? I am, and they all fell down. So we are following the God, capital G, that has authority over everything. The created will never surpass the creator. We have all the confidence in the world to stand as his children and receive at the end times the manifestation of the sons of God. That means that everything that God has, he wants to give us. In all the gifts, in all the workings of the supernatural, he wants each one of us to be able to have that attainment. And it's at our access as his children. We get to tell the universe what to do. The universe doesn't tell us what to do. Um, we're in the matrix, but we're in a matrix where God is in control. He's the processor, and he wrote the program of the universe. And the universe is only a program that he wrote. So why go to the middleman when you can tell the middleman what to do and where to go and how to, what its limits are? It doesn't tell us what the limits are. This is where the new ages have really fallen short. Because you know, you're hearing more and more, the, the universe told me this. You know, I don't want to hear what the universe told, tells you. I'm telling the universe, get out of my face, get out of here in Jesus' name. You have no power and authority over me. Matter of fact, I don't accept your lies. I don't accept your ways. That's the kind of new boldness that we need to be walking in. And we can have that if we have the confidence and the peace to know God's plan. So, Lord, I just pray right now that every Christian that hears this, and every person that is not a Christian, you've got to be fearful. And if you aren't, what is wrong? We are living in fearful times. And a lot of crazy things are happening. There is a hope and there is a way out. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he has all the answers that you need. He is the, our only way out in these times. So, Lord, I pray that the Christian will come to find out your plan, your will for their lives, and their role that they will play personally. And I pray, Lord, that you'll help others that are without hope, without, without any sense of uh, direction, that you'll give them your spirit, that they'll call upon your name and come to know you. 
this is an end time harvest. It's going to be greater than anything the world's ever experienced, and that's what we want to be a part of, Lord. You told us that if you want all this madness to end, go and preach the gospel into all the world, and then the end shall come. Help us to fulfill that commission, Lord Jesus. Help us to be a unified body of believers that are working for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Uh, same time, same place. All right, God bless everyone. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love.